0: Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast with your host Sam and my stepbrother Travis. We have kind of a mix-match um, sort of sports headlines week or last couple weeks here. Uh, we have Carson Wentz making his way out to Indianapolis. Carsonapolis or whatever you want to call it. Um,
1: it's actually a thing they've been saying.
0: Or someone said it this morning. I think they said something like that.
1: Um I don't think it's going to catch on. To I don't be think honest. it doesn't, doesn't sound great. Hey
0: Travis, did you hear that joke about baseballs dying?
1: Was there a joke, or is it just generally baseballs? Well, dying? Well,
0: because I'm just saying, because the Padres definitely did not get that message.
1: Yeah, with well, um, Jesus Christ, that
0: contract. Tatis, now the third highest paid was 340 mil. Although I think I just saw
1: it's uh, behind Betts and Trout.
0: Well, he signed with an investment fund, like a deal, when he was 18 years old. So he has to he owes 30 million dollars to investors. So he's only getting 310 mil.
1: Is that so? Is that technically why it's let anyways? Do they have anyway, like if sure. we're real quick on the topic of baseball, do we do they have like two of the five most expensive? Because what's Machado's contract? That's a massive contract. Three, it's it's close to three, isn't it? It has to be.
0: I think it's not three
1: because three or two of the top five, they got two of like the top six. Well, or then seven they have Hosmer, I don't even remember. Yeah, I remember him, but like and then,
0: uh. It's they they put it out there yesterday, but well, anyways, I mean, two among two players, three six hundred forty million dollars. Who owns the Padres?
1: Because they haven't really ever been good, but like they clearly have a shit ton of money to spend. But granted, baseball doesn't. Baseball is not a real thing when it comes to money. It's like you it could be technically the Rays to probably afford to pay someone three hundred forty. Well, it's it's, it's
0: basically it. you need to decide like, are you willing to pay luxury tax? Yeah. Consecutive years, and I think there is it. Isn't there a penalty at some point? Like if you're you're yeah, I think it's similar to the draft.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you get to a certain threshold, I don't know if you necessarily give up a draft. I was reading it the other day,
0: but like your draft pick
1: could get like bumped down because the MLB draft's the weirdest freaking thing. Trying to explain someone how the Major League Baseball draft works, it's impossible. Yeah, it's. I don't even know how it works.
0: I know it's such a crazy system, but anyways, there's money being spent. I'm kind of excited. I'm seeing the Yankees Instagram account welcome all the players back and it's like you know i don't care if you're not the biggest baseball fan out there but when you see baseball back you're like, okay. okay things are things are sort of normal you know um but i'm excited about that it's, it's coming real quick on us we got some weird probably basketball tournament coming up here in a few weeks mm-hmm. uh, a little college ball haven't been watching other than uh what's that one guy from iowa who's like sort of like a uh... tyler hansborough-esque <laughs>
1: What's his name? No, well, he's better than Tyler Harris, bro. It's going to bother me. It's gonna bother Yeah, me. I just saw highlights of him last night, too. I forget. I don't know uh, if he's an NBA player necessarily, but he's good. Hey, China will take him. Just uh, ask Jimmer. Quick update. Jalen Brown's available tonight.
0: All right. So we are starting off this so scattered.
1: Um. Anyways. It is. I mean, it's snowing here in New England. It's, it's what it feels like.
0: Yeah, I was talking about it yesterday, that living in San Diego is ruining
1: vacations for ever <laughs> because you, where are you going to go? You're going to learn to love like the Montana vacations, like the big sky I, cold. Vacations. I know. I, I know. I do want to make a trip to, to Montana. Um, have you watched big sky unrelated? I have on not. ABC.
0: Good
1: watch. It's good watch. Okay. All right. I'll
0: trust that. Um, let's dive into a few things. So, you know, we, we had the big headlines were some movement, Obviously, Tatis Jr. Um, signing with the Padres. You know, I guess they're my second, my second best favorite team now. So, uh, gotta gotta represent there. Um, Carson Wentz. Let's go to football a little bit real quickly because uh, I don't know. There's not a ton to talk to, but talk about. I know you and I are extremely interested to see what uh, is coming for Patriots' decision and personnel moves. Um, but what we did find out. Something that we kind of expected was going to happen. Knew was going to happen. Carson Wentz uh, getting traded. Um, it just seemed like they were just trying to cut ties as quick, soon as they could um, for a third round pick and a probably if he plays seventy five percent of his games or, or of the of the season, they'll get a, a, a number one round pick in twenty twenty two. So, Indianapolis making some moves. This is like their fifth quarterback in what, four years?
1: Yeah, probably. Once Andrew Luck and they had, yeah, I don't even remember who they had. I know they had Brissett for a little while, which is yep. he's still there. Now he's going to be crazy, but then it was Rivers. Rivers yeah. played well last year. Yeah. I mean, he's just c- considering. He just, he's like a pigeon when he throws the ball. It's like, I, it reminds like the way his it, arm action, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how he did it. So it what, looks what, like a hurry every time think? he threw the ball.
0: What's your thoughts on that? What he went for? Um, obviously we saw uh, a few weeks back with uh, Goff getting traded quite a bit to get rid, you know, quite a bit to get him. So LA uh, received on the other end of that, but what are your thoughts on uh, Carson Wentz? And then how do you think that might factor into potentially what we'll see with, you know, Deshaun Watson as soon as the Texans kind of move out of this I don't know what they're doing, but go ahead, yeah.
1: I don't know. They're they're trying to convince themselves so they can get a mistake. Um, I mean, realistically, and you saw this reported quite frequently, it was I feel like it was the Bears or the Colts for once would get yeah. and the Bears is still near, you still got Foles. I mean, who the hell knows what they're gonna do with Mr. Bisky now? Um, but I feel like all along it was gonna be the Colts. It's funny, like I think it was the Schefter Bre- it might've been Albert Breard on uh one of the local radios, basically just saying like They've been working on this deal for like weeks, and finally just came to fruition, which makes no goddamn sense to me. Because when like the report is like a third round pick and a conditional second, like I don't know what needs to happen on scenes for that type of trade to take three and a half weeks to build up, versus just like all right, give me this, you give me this. Nope, all right, we got this. Cool, let's make it a deal. Because clearly, Eagles wanted to get off them. What is the largest yeah. dead cap hit in like NFL history? Like thirty eight million dollars. Um, insane, insane. I personally yeah, yeah, yeah. think it's a good move for. The Colts. When you think about it, I mean, they get a good running game. Wentz, you know, he's what three years removed from being a perennial MVP before he tore his ACL, and then he's yeah, also really. reuniting with with Frank Reich, who was the offensive coordinator for the Eagles when he had his MVP, MVP caliber season. So, I mean, I liked watching Carson Wentz. He was fun to watch. I hope uh we'll see how he plays out. You know, you had those. Was it, it was the same time frame like three years ago where everyone was like, he's kind of a douche. No one likes him in the locker room. You remember that? In sports? That was like Oliver Sports
0: Center. It's got to be tough to be in the situation where, again, he was, before he went out with that knee injury, he was a potential MVP candidate. Um, mm-hmm. And then it made even matters more, you know, kind of messy when Nick Foles goes and makes the run, you know? Um, so it just makes it, I think that that was just something that was already going to be against him as far as how the team felt and all that stuff. Um, But I agree with you. I think he's definitely, his name has been kind of smeared. I think on his situation with Indy, it's his old offensive coordinator. Um, So if there is a place where you can get a fresh start, some fresh air, and maybe just a little belief back in himself, maybe some protection, you know, that's never a bad thing as a quarterback.
1: Yeah. They do have Um, a good line. One thing and
0: that's, I think that's the only question I have. So that in my eyes is Philly saying we're going to give Jalen a chance in sort of this new mobile quarterback type league Um where.
1: I, and I'm also wondering what the Eagles are going to do. I mean, but Hurst, do you think he's the guy? Like, do you think they're going to bring someone else in or like where it can be like, I don't think, I think they're you like have trading. to have him.
0: I think he has to be the guy. I, I, I don't, I think you look foolish if you go and draft a quarterback at a six spot, and you have you have an you know you don't improve your offensive line you don't protect like
1: yeah they need to draft a cornerback they they have they don't have a single cornerback in that team
0: so I wouldn't be surprised if they
1: take Sertan. there's other pieces
0: oh that's true Sertan. Tan um, cornerbacks are the most are the funniest prospects because you don't hear anything about them during the year because no one passes in their direction
1: right if you're good you don't hear about them
0: the greatest cornerbacks you don't hear their name until you see that they're drafted like fifth overall in the nfl draft right um but yeah that i could see that i think there's just so many needs they need and it's like at this point philly you got to see what you got in Jalen. and uh, if i'm the eagles i'm
1: i'm i'm trading back to get more picks
0: yeah i think that's a, a realistic opportunity um and who knows? I, I see some of these mock drafts. All these mock drafts are. I think Todd McShay said something like
1: five quarterbacks in the first like five picks is something stupid. But that that's the thing, you see that every freaking year. I like the know. mock drafts start, and then all of a sudden it's like, well shit, we had all this lead up to like who's gonna trade up, where this guy could fall. But no, everyone falls in love with a quarterback, and like, and we're taking them now. Yeah, so uh, yeah. this is where and we can get into this more. Like you've seen some of these mock drafts. Like, I think the Patriots, I don't think the Patriots are gonna get a quarterback in this draft. Unless they really want to trade up for Trey Lance or someone, they're not getting a quarterback. And I really hope they don't think Mac Jones is the guy at 15, because I just don't think he is. But like so,
0: yeah, so, so sit back and get
1: one of the best defensive players in the draft just on right. basis of all the quarterbacks, wide receivers, and potentially tackles who are gonna get picked before you. And and, and think out about this. the
0: opt-out, the opt-outs that are gonna be back. Uh, to fill in those pieces add another valuable high draft pick that we'd never typically see the Patriots having right Um, a level guy and you're giving yourself a chance like obviously so here's where I want to go with that point is some predictions around the league obviously I think everything starts and ends with the QB position Um, we're talking about some good defensive pieces or wherever you could get that which is obviously great but you do need a capable quarterback and not somebody who played at the level of Cam Newton last year, um, but let's like going around the league. There's a few questions I wanted to see your prediction. Doesn't have to go super detailed because at the end of the day, uh, we're just guessing here. But let's start with the Patriots. Do you have a? Is there a surprise guy that you think they could target, or something that you've read that makes a lot of sense? Um, anything that you, you you've kind of maybe led yourself to think about
1: i mean the jimmy g thing's going to be out there until the san francisco 49ers make it know what they're going to be to be doing mm-hmm. i would hope you don't have to trade for jimmy g just because it's such a high cap hit um you get the mariota rumors going around that he could be had if you're not going to get a young quarterback this draft you need to get someone and, and i'm kind of i don't know if you saw the other day i was on uh Whatever show it was, but it's Romnickovich basically saying like he thinks Belichick's going to basically do what he did in the early 2000s, which is go out, build up the defense, find a game manager. Because that's everyone forgets like Tom Brady wasn't Tom Brady to start his career. You know they were winning these Super Bowls with a fantastic fucking defense, and yeah, Brady made some plays, but he just wasn't he wasn't out there doing a fourth quarter drive every game. Um, it wasn't like Vinny Terry was kicking a. 25-yard game-winning field goal. Like that was a long she field year goal. Year. That's why it's like one of those historic kicks. It was like a 55-yarder. But that being said, I do think, and I, and the more I think about it, and you you might think differently. But the more I think about it, like I said, they're not going to get a quarterback in the draft. If they bring Cam Newton back, holy shit, I'm going to be pissed. And Jared Stidham clearly is not the guy. I wouldn't be surprised if Jared Stidham comes to camp and they just end up cutting him, or they try trading him for like a freaking bag of bag of balls. Um, Because clearly they've soured on him as much as they talked about him last offseason as being potentially the guy of the future. But you need to find someone that is just not going to make the type of mistakes that Cam Newton made and can just reliably throw a short pass consistently. That's not, you know, every freaking throw is feet are facing the wrong way or a different way. It's nothing was consistent. But like I said, to kind of hammer home my point here, go out, find some pass rushers, If Dante Hightower comes back, great. Shit. I mean, there's a mock draft where they got Micah Parsons at 15. Despite the off-field stuff, that dude's like a top-five talent draft. If if they somehow get Micah Parsons at 15, plus Uche last year, you got Anthony Jennings, like, that's a freaking scary linebacker court. It's young and and athletic. Um, And then I wouldn't be surprised if they trade Stephon Gilmore. I mean, I would, to be honest with you, especially with the way your defense is going. -hmm. Whether it's for a second-round pick or what have you, but um, they're they're not going to realistically pay him the money he wants in an extension. So, um, and I think their value that they're going to get back is going to go down just because he is what 30 now, and whoever whatever team's trading for him knows that extensions coming into play. Um, But get some value back. You need you need to get as many young players on this team, and and
0: we got some promising young guys on the team that emerges here.
1: They did did, their draft class this year with. Besides the freaking picker they took which is an absolute <laughs> joke but like mark or Owen was a great he's clearly a piece of the future justin heron was a seventh round pick he played quite a bit he looks like he's going to be one of the like the swing tackles that they always like to have um you know you got duggar you got uche like you got some good young players that you actually hit chase on. chase yeah chase is rounded in the form i mean who the hell knows what chase jackson was awesome yeah, he was undrafted. So, like, they, they do have some talent, but it's like you, you need to find anything but Cam Newton. And, like, that's not going to say, what do you think they're going to do with James White? you think he's going to end up back in New England? I don't know. I would but, they, yeah. I would not be surprised if he ends up in either Tampa or Miami just based off Brady or Brian Flores. Um, And, and you know, give Damien Harris the ball a lot. He was fun to yeah, watch. So yeah. That's like a one bright spot all year and often. Tim and Jacoby it's Meyer. A,
0: it's almost like the first time you can – well not the first time I'm sure there's a lot of teams that have said this but at least the first time for us that it would just be nice to have a manager a game manager someone who's not going to get you into trouble but is not you know might not get crazy fantasy points but he's not you know he's going to do what he needs to do make the passes he needs to make um and just not lose you the football game which uh you know as much as i love cam newton and the person he is um he lost us a lot of football games last year <laughs> um
1: yeah. you got okay, other let's... guys out there too though like you think someone like alex smith who again if you're signing alex smith great story but you also need to sign someone else too just because of his injury risk but like he's still not he's not terrible um yeah. so like there, there's options out there it's just again sure. i'm sure they have a big board somewhere just like who are we going with what are we going to do
0: who – okay, uh, and we don't have to stay as long on these ones, but um, the ones I'm interested in – obviously, just Deshaun, it just seems like it's a matter of time that he's going to get moved before, until the Texans come out of their make-believe reality right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're not going to touch on that, but the one I'm interested – let's go to Pittsburgh here. What is What are they going to do with that? Are they just going to, like, keep putting out these terrible – uh interview answers until ben like try to get ben to be like all right i get it you don't got you guys don't want me i'm not welcome here anymore um but it doesn't matter if i'm not welcome into a room that's paying me 41 million dollars in this year i'm still going to be showing up to that room
1: Um, (laughs) like they're just gonna have to bite the bullet right i think so now they signed Dwayne haskins right I think I, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think they did. I feel like that was a I feel like I remember hearing I don't even remember. It's happened so long ago, I feel like. <laughs> um but like at this point, they kind of just need to embrace the suck. Like you're not gonna win any game like you, even if you're a playoff team, you're not winning a championship anytime soon. What's the point of having it's one of those things where I, I think when you think about it from like a Patriots kind of parallel there where clearly Brady's still the guy, but at the same time, I think you and I were both kind of excited to see what the team was going to look like without Brady. Hindsight right. 2020, I think we would have still love to have Tom Brady because he just won a goddamn Super Bowl. But, like, Pittsburgh needs to do that, too. They just need a turnover. Like, Roethlisberger is not Tom Brady at 43. Roethlisberger is, like, fat old <sighs> potato at 41 who is just so injury-prone.
0: Tommy John surgery. Exactly. Uh, but here's my question, like, from a management style, because we see this very often in sports. I, I guess I don't understand when – it almost seems like when these guys are giving interviews, they're mad that Ben's got another year that they have to pay him. It's like, but you negotiated that. What do you right. think this player is going to do when you say, oh, yeah, do they expect him to just turn down 41 mil? Like, I, I, I guess I, I don't feel bad for any team. Even if it's my favorite team that negotiates something – What did they, that they just didn't think was going to come out, you know, go to the, to the totality of the the contract. I I guess I just, I'm so confused with, because we see this in all, all the different sports where it's like management gets all bum hurt about the deal that they made.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't know. It's yeah i feel like a lot of those contracts you know you're doing it in the moment and then now you're at this point now where he's making 41 million as a how oh, is he 39 40 yet? i think he's 39 38 it's so but much like, money dude it is so much money and like if you and i saw ben roethlisberger walking down the street you'd be like that guy's a 41 year old like 41 million dollar guy playing quarterback he looks like the most unathletic dude at this point good for him man good for
0: him <laughs>
1: um my,
0: now, on the flip side, this is almost like the opposite side. Someone who's very capable, that's not getting anything guaranteed. Uh, what are your predictions with Dak Prescott? Um, I'm so – I don't know what to expect with this. I don't know how the Cowboys should treat this. Again, I don't – I, I could like, care less what the Cowboys do. But Yeah, I
1: agree. I feel like he's in a unique situation where it's – I mean, he had such a catastrophic – he basically had the Gordon Hayward injury. It's yeah, basically yeah. what it looks like. Um, pro- I don't know if it was the same prognosis, but it looked—it was bad. It was gross. Um, what's the tag this year? It's like some—it's some astronomical number.
0: I think yeah. it's—I it's
1: above forty million. If I'm him, that's—that's that's like ridiculous amount of money. But also, like you're playing on a one-year deal. If You get hurt again somehow. I don't think you're ever getting that long-term contract. So, like, I feel like he almost needs to leverage the fact that, like, clearly once I went out, you guys sucked because, like, our division was terrible, All absolutely right. terrible. And once I left, and you know, C. D. Lamb, trust me, Siri had C. D. Lamb on the fantasy team. That guy was on lights out when Dak <laughs> was in. Once Dak left, down the shitter. Everyone's fantasy value on that team went to hell. Zeke Kelly, just him. is terrible. I would not be surprised if they cut Ezekiel at some point. He does not earn that I, contract.
0: I feel like Dak has sh- shown me that he's the type of guy who will go out and play to prove everyone wrong. That's the type of guy he is. He's gonna he'll eat his Campbell's
1: soup and he's gonna get out there and play the game.
0: <laughs> his hearty Campbell's soup, man.
1: <laughs> um, yeah,
0: I, th- I think he'll uh, he'll show up. I just don't know. I'm just so confused, man. Jerry Jones, I, I don't know. I, again, I, I could, I'm not losing any sleep over Cowboys being in complete disarray or anything like that. So I'm good from that. So. That's someone um, from the
1: Patriots. Granted, they again, they would never do it just because I think Bill Belichick in his mind has a number for a quarterback and he's never going above that number. Hence why Brady, 25 million was too much for Tom Brady. Um, which is such an astronomically low number in comparison to some of these quarterback contests. It's like middle of the pack. Um, Especially with the production he, that
0: he's still getting. Correct.
1: Correct. Well, like, I, um, I, there's no way in hell they ever paid Dak Prescott $40 million, but that's someone like I would love to see Dak Prescott. He's, he's a stud, dude. He's a, he's a great player. He
0: is. Um, well, let's uh, switch gears here. Let's go over to uh, a side of things that have, of, of late at least, I guess we're going through the dog days of this short season. Um, The Celtics have not been fun to watch. Um, One, because of health has definitely been a huge factor. Um, But it just, I think it's a matter of, I'd love to hear your opinion on this, but I think it is a matter of overreactions. You see it around the league. Again, even though it's a shortened season, you're going to have a little lull. Every team has it. We saw the Bucks going through it. At the end of the day, they're still going to make playoffs. They still got two of the best players in the East. And I do believe that Brad Stevens isn't losing the locker room. You know, they, they have – amazing how many Celtics
1: fans are like, fire Brad.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> right? You know, it's pretty crazy. And I get it. It's like, oh, he hasn't won – the championship, but it's like I don't know. I, I look at the other side of that too, where hey, Doc Rivers brought the Celtics a championship, and I think he's a phenomenal dude. I watched his series of a series, I think it was on Netflix about him. Super inspirational. But what has he done after that? He went over the Clippers, just underachieved every freaking year. Mm -hmm. walks away and it's tired by the 76 and sex. So it's like a bunch of hypocrites here contradicting themselves. But of course, everything seems like it's the end of the world because there is no in between. It's either the best or the worst. And that's just how I guess our day and age is right now. It's the best halftime show. It's the worst halftime show. There's no in between. Um, What are your thoughts on the, uh, the play of the Celtics? It's been tough to watch. Uh, a little frustrating. We lost to the Hawks um, a couple nights ago. Um, yeah, what are your what are your thoughts on this? I saw Jalen's coming back,
1: and then we'll get around the league. Yeah, they're not fun to watch. I, I mean, I still watch every game, hoping. I mean, the Denver they did play well against Denver. I'll give them that much. They played hard. They did. That's the biggest thing, and I think, and whether that's because Smart's been out, but like. That's one thing you could always rely on with the Celtics, even if they weren't necessarily shooting the lights out. Like, they would play hard, which no. they were never out of a game. Now they're just – I mean, I, I don't understand what the hell they're doing. And it's its not like <clears> – <throat> it's interesting in the sense that, like you said, everyone around the league is kind of going through some variation of what the Celtics – I mean, the Bucs just lost five straight. Like, five straight. Right. You know, the Celtics granted have lost, like, what? I think, like – I don't even know what it's, like, nine out of the last 12 something like that. Um, but they're still in like fourth or fifth place, so there's definitely time here. But I think especially you got now let's say 19th, and you got like four or five weeks to the May or NBA trade deadline. The pressure is definitely mounting on Danny Ainge to make a move, and I and I hope he doesn't make a move to make a move sake. But like you got to realize you can't just say maybe this year is not our year every year because you are on a clock right now. You are on a legitimately you got a four or five year clock here because once jalen brown and jason tandem become unrestricted free agents whole different ball game man if if you got this shit going on for four years why would you want to play you know and i I think jalen brown and jason tandem are are very loyal people but like they're also 24 and 22 respectively right now give them four years of this kind of inconsistency where we can't ever get over that hump We make the conference finals we don't even get to the finals ain't going to jive. So I think this is kind of a year where you got to push some of your chips in, whether that's giving up a couple first-round picks, because let's be honest, these these first-round picks are going to be anywhere from 18 to the back in the lottery. And maybe you'll get a Pritchard here and there who's a good, solid player. But yeah, yeah. for every Pritchard – As to
0: mentioned, he's definitely solidified a role. Oh, he's he's
1: um, great. But, like, for every Pritchard, you're going to get a freaking Yabusele or a James Young. So like, Ante's guys like you never even hear about, it, you know? Yeah. Um, he's one, but he's been, like, good for one game and then inconsistent for five games. Someone – sorry, yeah. real quick. The only guy that really oh, yeah. can play more, Robert Williams. That guy should play, like, 25 minutes a night. He'd probably be dead by the end of those 25 minutes. But, like, as many bonehead plays he makes, he makes so many more plays happen. Like, he was great against Jokic the other day on defense. forced a lot of tough shots for him, like. He needs to play a lot more. Like Tristan Thompson sucks ass right now. He doesn't do anything. Not doing
0: anything. Yeah, uh, I, I tend to agree. Um, I've had a good time watching Robert Williams play. It seems like you said. While there are some bonehead move plays, I don't know. May I think he's actually now getting into that area where he's making more uh, smart plays, great offensive plays, great like energetic plays um, that really show out show up for me but uh again that, that, that's from the side of steven's the coaching staff and, and seeing how that is managing his minutes how that's working um i think we can all agree that what they really need is a little more taco fall time no just kidding no screw that um i think yeah i think they gotta get to the all-star break give yourself a little bit of a reset everybody i think around the league's going to need that as I said, I think this is just the, uh, the lull that you'll see a lot of times happen this time of year or a normal season. Um, I do think they, they, while well, I, I don't think either of us think they're going to slide out of the playoff contention at any point, but I, I do think keeping an eye on seating-wise, not that home court or anything like that will make a difference, but there's no doubt They should be again. This is a seeding thing, but they should be the team playing the nets for the east. Agreed, um, in my eyes, and that's with that said, I understand there's a great 76 years team out there. There's um, still Giannis is still in the league, you know, and the Bucks will be the Bucks at some point. Um, and you still got some of these other teams that can compete, but with the talent. And the, you know, the amount of years, as you said, it can't keep going every year saying next year's our year, next year's our year or whatever it is you, you want to keep telling yourself. I think we've gone through that. Jason and Jalen have gone through enough experience. They've taken the leap to um, what we expect as a all-star talent. Um, we'll find out that soon from the bench side of things in the all-star, but, there's no reason they shouldn't be the last one standing with the nets playing the best to, to, to be the best. And so, um, I'm very anxious to see what happens. I know they'll, they'll get a few, what's going to happen is they're going to get a string, a few wins together in a row and then all Celtics universe will be right. You know, it'll be like, all right. We're the best in power rankings on Bleacher Report again. Um,
1: that's big barometer.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Let's bounce around the league. Um, have you watched any games outside? I watched the Lakers-Nets game last night. Obviously, shorthanded both sides.
1: Man, the Nets are fun. As I yawn through this, man, the Nets are just – they have no depth. Yes. No depth. But, like, <laughs> any guy can go for 40 at any point. Like, it's fun to watch the Harden and, uh, and Durant dynamic.
0: I think one of my fi- – so, I think we I realized that you or I could easily be on, I guess, the Zoom call, but in the press conference room to ask questions because there's some dumbass questions. I don't know if you heard the one that to LeBron the other day.
1: Yeah, LeBron's sitting
0: there, and this guy was like, Hey, I don't know, I, I don't know where he was from, but um, it's like, Yeah, with this combination of Kyrie, Harden, and, and Katie, have you ever seen, you know, has this, has there ever been a, a more talented three? threesome in the league, like, scoring-wise, all this stuff. And LeBron just, like, looks straight in the camera, like, wow, you guys forgot about Clay, KD, and Steph real quick. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, yeah, valid, true. I'm like, come on now. I don't get that stuff. But LeBron, man, I don't know how you can hate him at this point. He is spectacular. I know they lost last night, but what is 36? 36. And he- should win MVP every year Um, just by the sheer fact of we see what he does every year. And then we see the effect of him leaving the team that he was on and the team just goes straight to the basement. Um, Yeah. Pretty crazy. He'll have to, uh, unfortunately he's going to have to pick up the slack with AD being out, but there won't be any rush to get him back. Um, Clippers seem like they're turning up. I have a question for you. Or I'm just going to state. I, I want to see if you agree. I'm. I love Dame Lillard. Uh, he's so fun
1: to watch. He's my favorite player in the
0: NBA. Pardon. I think I'm a little tired of the disres like the disrespect narrative that everyone says he gets. Everyone just talks about how disrespected Dame Lillard is all the freaking time. And I don't know if that's just a bulletin board material type thing, like a Tom Brady type thing, where he's just going to try to find it to keep coming out. But it's like the whole. Like Luka Doncic, Luka Doncic deserves to be a starter. Um, yeah. he is so freaking good, and that is no discre- you know, not discrediting Dane by any means, but this year I think Luca deserved the start. And I'm always interested to hear your opinion. Um,
1: yeah. I mean I agree. You can't go wrong with that other guy. All-Star, let's be honest, All-Star is a fucking joke sometimes when it comes to type of voting, you know? It really is. Um I mean, you look Russo, at the, might make it. Russo, yeah. You look <laughs> at this fan voting. Um, it is baffling sometimes. Like, even Kyrie, like, come on. Like, we know Kyrie is a stud, and he's been good. But, like, I feel like just alone, the whole, like, him being out and, like, just bailing on a team for a week and a half should have been enough. I'm like, yeah, you can make the team. But you should be a starter. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
0: It's interesting you said that because that was something I looked at and I hadn't heard anybody say that.
1: No, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. If anything, at this point, I mean, I don't you know. I don't know. You can't go wrong either way. Damian Lillard's still going to be an all star. What the hell does it matter if you're an all star or an all star starter? No one no one on your resume when you retire is like, KD, 13 time all star, seven time all star starter. Like, no one gives a shit. if well, no. you're an all star or not? You know?
0: Yeah, it's sort of like when they have players on uh, like get up in the morning on ESPN and it talks says like how many Pro Bowls they made. Yeah. It's like no one cares. Dude. No one cares. I think they played the Pro Bowl this year on Madden, so yeah, that just goes to show here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this I'm excited to get to the All Star break. I I don't know how I feel about the all star game this year. Uh, I think I tend to agree with the players, but on my birthday. Yeah, man, March seventh, big. Trio. I don't know. Yeah, I
1: agree. I don't know how I feel about it either.
0: Um, if there is, if the players show up and they play a game, I'm definitely going to be watching. Um, anything else in the NBA topic?
1: The Jazz are just really freaking good at basketball right now. They are. They're very good, aren't they? They are. Yeah, There's a well-oiled machine. Like they're they're going to be. I don't know. We'll see what they do come playoff time, but like winning 18. Have they won 18 in a row? No, they lost. Okay. So they've won like maybe 18 in the last 20, which is unreal. Unreal. It, it, it is. Um,
0: you forget like how good the players are on their team. I don't know why, but you just can sort of easily ignore that. Because um, I do want to flip to the Boston team that. I wasn't sure how they were going to do this year, but I am just taken back by how well they've played all around the Boston Bruins, man. I know they lost last night. They had a real close chance at the end there um, to tie it up and do it in the Bruins fashion this year, be down by two goals and come back and win. Um, but they've been a lot of fun. I don't know. Have you watched much
1: brewing? I've watched hockey? some of their games. I, I definitely watched some of their games. And yeah, I mean, they're they're a well balanced team right now. I mean, they still, yeah, again, yeah. they still have some issues with scoring and you know, you know, uh, even strength. And that's something I think they're always gonna have to worry about. Um, but they're freaking their their special teams is so good, they got solid goal tending. I almost think they're better without char at this point. You know, other guys are having to step up.
0: And I, I do want to point out, it is – it's it's really weird. I keep thinking, like, my Bleach Report app is freezing up or something because every freaking night it feels like they're playing the Devils, the Caps, or Philly. And they are. And that's essentially what's happening. Yeah. But they have – they're playing – it's funny that they have to play um, – it's interesting to me that they have to play Chara all the freaking time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're they're very good very good this year. I'm really excited to see how they do Sunday in Lake Tahoe. Yeah. it should win because, I mean, the Flyers are without, like, six of their best players, including Drew, Borchek, Konechny's out, all around. I think that's COVID, but...
0: Have you seen anything about, speaking of the Tahoe games, have you seen anything rink-wise? Like, what it's going to look like?
1: No, I know the game got pushed up. From three to two o'clock, I think. Okay. Because I was just curious
0: if it was going to look like super mystery Alaska-ish.
1: I don't. I have not seen the actual final product because I mean the final product has to be done by now. The game's on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I think I saw somebody dragging like a hand zamboni type thing. Probably. Um. So I'm kind of hoping it has this again mystery Alaska charm to it because you're not going to have fans there. Why? do this crazy thing and it's on a golf course so i'm not sure what you're pulling out for this but i i hope they skate the river down to the, the ice arena or the lake down to the
1: escape ice skate the 17th fairway to the 18th hole <laughs> <laughs> hey, go, hey golf hockey players love the golf right so
0: yeah both best of both worlds all right well again a little bit of a scattered Sports stories. I'm sure there's a lot more that's going to come out. Usually, when we record, it's like the next two days we get some big news. So um, we'll probably touch on that before we get off. Closing it out. Is there anything outside of the major sports sphere? I know tennis. I don't know if you're watching that. Serena cannot beat Osaka. Uh, Djokovic yeah. seems to seems to be on his way. Um, yeah, Osaka's a just a quiet assassin.
1: As Ed Thomas is Thomas Thomas playing? FIBA World Cup oh for real yeah you already hit yeah. I I didn't even, I saw it earlier on Twitter you already hit three three-pointers to start the game interesting I got a feeling he's gonna I mean someone's gonna sign him at some point
0: you think so yeah you can't Poor tell me you he can't man. help
1: someone despite his limitations and all that yeah, it was
0: quick quick quickly stopped for him huh went downhill but um anything in the streaming world the streaming world of uh, the times that we live in. Uh, anything you've been watching or um, looking forward to?
1: Uh, I mean, obviously, WandaVision's great. We started watching that uh, Kevin James series on Netflix. Kevin James Guitar. sometimes is terrible, but I think it's pretty, it's pretty funny. It's a good watch, especially before bed. Um,
0: you, It's so bizarre, too, because I find Kevin James a hilarious person. Yeah. Like indiv- like his social media
1: and like the YouTube this- stuff he did during this the pandemic with the, the Boon Man. Yeah. So I funny. It was very
0: clever. And then he goes to these sitcoms.
1: Yeah. And they're just
0: the most
1: I don't this know. This one's pretty explain good. Explain it. I think it, it's pretty funny. It's a good watch, especially like I said, nighttime for you getting ready right for bed. Um, it's very
0: much you know what it reminds me of is um ranch, the ranch comedy.
1: A lot. Yeah, definitely in a lot of ways. Um
0: just that same feel. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, uh,
1: Daytona in real
0: life. Daytona was crazy, uh, a lot of crashes. Yeah, um, saw that one coming back in March, baby. Or uh, sorry, the uh, well, F one is starting up here, but the new documentary series, season three of the F one. If you're not into that series, um, it got me hooked. I do not miss a race ever anymore. Um, I'm up. Super early because usually they're on at like freaking five in the morning here. Um, to watch
1: race cars, F1
0: race cars, yeah, yeah. Um, and the new documentary series—it's like all behind the scenes, all insight. It's really cool. Um, the success of the first season, Mercedes uh, or Ferrari and Mercedes weren't in it at the time of the taping of that first season. They were like the top two cars, and. <laughs> Ferrari didn't do it because Mercedes says they weren't going to do it. So it was all the other teams. So you didn't get to see like uh, Hamilton or anything like that. And then the next year, because of the success of that first season, they all participated phenomenal. And then they're coming out with the next one here, which is um, this past about this past year where Hamilton just got the the seventh, just like Tom Brady. Um, But anyways, if you're looking for something to watch, haven't seen that on Netflix, binge the heck out of it because the new season's coming in March.
1: <laughs> duly noted.
0: All right. Well, we are logging off. This is episode 40. We are quickly coming up on um our first full year. Again, we started this podcast when there were Pandemic. zero sports happening. Um, the first time in our entire life. Uh, yeah, man. Just keep cranking away. Almost almost to half a hundred here. So let's uh put we'll, we'll, we'll draw it up here we'll, we'll um, call it a day until next time uh, probably a week or so thank you for anyone listening along uh, two bros talking sports podcast the number one podcast your best friends aren't listening to right now that you should go tell so um, <laughs> thanks a lot we'll talk to you soon